This is a story from the island of Rousey in Orkney, and it's called Peary Fool. Now, the word Peary, as it used to be said a long time ago, or Peedy, as we mostly say these days, is an old Orkney word, and it means small or little. So the story is Little Fool. Now, there was once a king and queen who lived on the island of Rousey, and they had three daughters. But the king died, and the queen became very poor, so it ended up that her and her daughters lived in a house with a kale yard that they grew kale in, and they had a cow that they milked, and that was all that they had. Now the queen noticed that someone had been stealing their kale. The plants had been cut. So the eldest of the princesses said that she would find out who was stealing the kale, and she took a blanket and she went to sit for the night in the kale yard. Well, in the middle of the night, there was a great boom, 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 and it was a giant, huge footsteps. A great big giant loomed up, and he had a casey on his back, a straw basket, and he slung it down and he started to cut the kale and throw into his huge basket. And the princess was saying, How dare you steal my mother's kale? Don't you know that it's wrong to steal? And the giant just went, <laughs> And she carried on, scolding him and telling him off. And he said, If you're not quiet, I'll take you with me. But she carried on, nagging away and giving him a, a hard time for stealing, which is quite right, it's wrong to steal. Well, he picked her up by the arm and the leg, and he tossed her into his casey on top of all the kale plants, and then he slung it on his back, and he carried her home with him. Well, in the giant's house, <clears throat> that next morning, the giant said, Right, I have some things for you to do. First, you must milk the cow and put it up to the field, and then I want you to come back here, and you see that big pile of wool over there? I want you to tease it all out. And then I want you to card it, comb it, so that it's all nice and smooth. And then spin it into thread. And then weave with it. Weave cloth. And he set off out. He says, if you don't do that before I come back, it'll be worse for you. And off he went. Well, the princess milked the coo and put it up to the field. And then she went back, and she was hungry, so she thought, I'm going to have some breakfast before I do anything more. So she found a pot, and she made herself some porridge. Now suddenly she found that she wasn't alone, because a whole lot of little yellow-haired people came running in, came flocking in through the door, tumbling over each other in their excitement. And they all jumped around the pot, and they said, Oh, oh we're hungry, we're hungry, would you give us something to eat? And she looked at them and said, hmm, Little for one and less for two, and never a grain have I for you. And she refused to give them even a taste of it. Well, when she'd finished eating, she set to work on the wool, but she could make nothing of it. The wool wouldn't work. Whatever she did, it just curled back exactly the same as it was. So when the giant got home, she hadn't finished the work, and he wasn't happy. So... He was a cruel giant, 
He tore a strip of skin from the top of her head down her back and over her heels, which meant she couldn't move, and then he threw her over the rafters alongside the hens. Well, the next night he did the same thing, back to the kale yard to steal more kale. The middle princess was waiting for him this time. And she was giving him his character, I can tell you. She was saying, how dare you, stealing from us, and we have very little, and you're coming in here and stealing all our hard work. Shame on you. Be quiet, he said, or I'll take you with me. But she wasn't quiet. She carried on lecturing him and scolding him. And so, when he'd finished, he picked her up by the arm and the leg, and he tossed her in the casey on top of the the kale plants, and he slung it on his back, and off he went home with it. Well, the next morning he told the sister exactly the same, that she had a milk cow, put it out to the field, come back, and then tease and card and spin and weave this wool into cloth. Well, she decided she milked the cow, put it up to the field, she came in, she decided she was hungry, and she'd have a a wee bite to eat, so she got the pot and she started to make porridge. And in flocked all those little yellow-haired people, all just tiny little folk. And they were tumbling and chomping around there, all excited and saying, Oh, can you give us some? Can you share us your porridge with us? And she looked at them and said, hm, Little for one and less for two, and never a grain have I for you. And she wouldn't give them even a taste of it. Well... If the wool didn't work for her sister, it worked even worse for her, and when the giant came home and the work wasn't done, he tore a strip of skin from her head, down her back, over her heels, threw her over the rafters, next to her sister, and the hens. Now that third night he went back, back to the farm, and there was the youngest princess waiting for him. But instead of, you know, nagging him, she said, Look, please don't steal our kale. We have nothing left. This is all we have. And and you're taking it from us. And we'll, we'll go hungry if you don't leave some for us. Please just leave it. And he said, Be quiet or I'll take you with me. And she said, and what did you do with my sisters? Could you please return them? I do love them dearly. Well, the giant picked her up by the arm and leg, tossed her in the casey on top of the kale, and he slung it on his back and away home with it. And when he got back the next morning, he told the girl exactly the same as he'd told his sisters. Milk the cow, put her out to the field, and then wash and tease and card and spin this wool and then weave it into cloth. Well, off he went, and the girl milked the cow, put it out to the field, and then came in and decided to make herself some porridge. So she had the pot bubbling over the fire, when in came all the little yellow-headed folk, and they were all tumbling over each other, and they were saying, Oh, please give us some porridge. Please, 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 we're hungry. Please share with us. And she was a kind girl, and she said, well, if you can find something to sup with, you can join me and, and eat the porridge. 
and they ran off and they came back in with all sorts of weird things. I mean, some had like a teaspoon, other ones had uh, uh, just a piece of a stalk from a piece of heather, others had little bits of broken dishes, and they all sat down with the princess and they sopped porridge until it was all done. They thanked her and left. Now, one of them stayed back, a tiny little yellow-haired boy. And he said, Is there any work that we can do for you? I'm very good at working, especially with wool, he said. Well, said the girl, you know, I've got this big pile of wool over there that I have to wash and tease and card and spin and weave into cloth. Well, I can do that for you, he says. I can't pay you, she says. Tell you what, he says. You have to tell me what my name is, and I'll give you the cloth. So she thanked him, and away he went with the wool. Now, there was a knock at the door a bit later, and it was an old woman. She was an old beggar who was just wandering around looking for something to eat. Well, she asked if she could come in, and get a bite to eat, but the girl said, I'm sorry, but this is a giant's house, and I don't think he would take too kindly if I had people in, so I think it would be safer for you if you went away. Now, but she said, what news is there in the world? Do you have any news to tell me? No, the old woman didn't have any news. So, off she went. Now, there was a big mound that stood nearby the house. And the old woman lay down on the side of the mound to shelter from the wind. And to her amazement, she found that the mound was very warm. And she found herself kind of crawling up it towards the top. And when she got to the top, there was a crack in it, and she could see inside. And it was full of little yellow-haired people running around, all working away with wool. Some were washing, some were teasing it, some were carding it, some were spinning it. And round and round all of them ran a tiny little yellow-haired boy, saying, Spin, spinner, spin, card, carders, card, weave, weavers, weave, because pity fool, pity fool's my name. Well... The old woman thought that she may have something of worth after all. She went back to the house and she told the girl what she had seen of Piri Fool running around with all these people working with cloth. So she was so thankful. She gave her a little something to take away with her. And the old woman left. Now, the princess kept saying to herself, Piri Fool, Piri Fool, Piri Fool, Piri Fool. Make sure that she didn't forget the name. Well, after a while, in comes this little yellow-haired boy with the carrying this big piece of beautiful, very fine cloth. And he said, right, what's my name? Um, and she thought she would use some kind of common ones to start with at that time. She went, um, Mansi? No, 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 he said. And he danced around as he said, no, no, no. Ah, uh, is it Sigurd? No, 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 no. And he danced around again. A Thorfinn? No, 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 no. And then she looked at him and said, <laughs> Your name is Piri Fool. And he threw the cloth down on the floor and he went out the door and slammed it behind him. 
Now the giant came home at that time, and as he was approaching the house, he could see all these little people, and they were all wandering around, and they were a terrible sight. Some of them had big red bloodshot eyes that were sticking out of their heads, and other ones had their tongue hanging down to their breast. Well, the giant went, Ugh, what's happened to you lot? And they said, Oh, we're exhausted from weaving such fine cloth. And the giant said, Hmm, I have a girl at home, and I gave her some weaving to do. Oh, I hope she's all right. He quite liked this one, you see, because she hadn't nagged him. He said, Well, I hope she's all right. If she is, I'll never give her any more work to do. And so he went home, and there was the girl with all the cloth, and he was delighted to see her and also delighted that no harm had befallen her. And so he said, I will never make you work again, and he was as good as his word. So she lived there, and when the giant left in the morning to go and do gianty things, I suppose, she looked around the house, and there on the rafter she found her two sisters. She took them down, and she pulled the skin back up over their heels and up their back and onto their heads, and the skin just stuck back to them without leaving even a mark, just good as new. And they were both perfectly fine, and they were so happy to see their sister. And they hugged her and hugged her and hugged her. Well, the girl decided that she was going to have her own back on this giant for all the nasty things that he had done to her and her sisters and her mother. So the next that evening when he came in, the sisters were hiding. He's, she said, "'Tomorrow I would like you to do something for me.' "'What's that?' "'Would you take this casey, this straw basket, full of grass, to my mother? "'It's for her cow.' "'I can do that,' he said. "'Well, what she had done was she had filled the basket with lots of the giant's treasure. You see, there was lots of gold and silver in the house that the giant had stolen. So she put this into the basket, and with her sister on top, and then she covered it over with grass. So the giant picked it up, and he carried it home, back to their house, and he left it in front of the door, and shouted in to the old queen, your daughter has sent you this little gift of grass for the cow. Well, he returned home, and the same thing happened the next day. The girl asked him if he would take another case of grass to, the, to her mother for her cow, and she'd piled more treasures into it with her middle sister on the top. The giant took it back, not knowing what was inside, and left it in front of the house as he'd done before. Now that night, the girl said, Tomorrow I will have another casey of grass for you. And I won't be here, she says. I, I have some things to do. I, I, I won't be at the house. But if you could take this to my mother, I'd be very grateful. Oh, yes, of course, she said. I can do that. So she filled more of his treasures in the basket, and she climbed in it herself, and she put some... Um, hay over the top, some straw, uh, grass, mm -hmm. and covered herself over, and the giant carried it back to her mother's house. Well, the mother and the two sisters were waiting for him at an upstairs window, 
So when he went past underneath, they had a big pot of boiling water, and they poured it over the giant, and that was the finish of him. And so the old queen had her daughters returned to her, and also a lot of treasure as well, so that they didn't have to go hungry.